Welcome to Creative Acts. This is a show all about bringing you and your creative ideas to life. I'm Fee, your host, and in these bite-sized episodes, we'll be exploring practices and tools to help us navigate through our creative process, one small step at a time. Hey there, welcome to episode one. How are you? And how are we going to get started when we're right at the start of something? Oh dear, starting something new is never easy, which is ultimately what you're doing every time you're creating something. So I've made it a little bit easier by surrounding myself with pillows and cushions and blankets and I'm sat on the floor and all of that is to help the sound quality but it's definitely helping me to feel um, a little more supported, a little bit safer and a little less scared as I start my new thing. So snuggle in and let's get started. So we're going to look in this episode at the value of developing a regular creative practice. So we'll go through what it is, what a practice is, why we need one, why it's actually so hard to not just build one, but also maintain one. And then we're going to look at how, if you're getting started, how you can get started, or if you already have one, how you can deepen into what you've already got. So it is every creative person's dream to live a life that sees them creating on a regular basis you know you don't have um oh I only have my ideas on a Monday or actually it's only in July that I like to do that creative project um you know for the rest of the year I'd like to just stagnate and be totally not in any action and not doing any creative project no we know deep down we know in our heart of hearts that we want to create regularly but it's really really hard to do that So let's have a look at what a creative practice is. So really it's a time in a space where we are leaving the real world, if you want to call it, uh, behind us and we're entering into that world and into that space where we're creating. And that space is where bit by bit, day by day, we chip away at our ideas. We chip away at bringing through from idea or from inspiration and we bring it through into the real world. It's a space where we delve actually into a process rather than fixating on an outcome. We are doing in this space rather than thinking. We really are allowing ourselves to play freely with our ideas with really just no regulation or rules as to where they might go. We're making regular mistakes. If we're not making mistakes, you know, if you're not doing 50 outtakes of your intro, then you're doing something wrong, um, apparently. And most importantly, it is a space where we're kind to ourselves. So why do we need one? I mean, it's kind of obvious why we need one, but it goes, it's worth us reminding ourselves. I love the um, Picasso quote, it goes, inspiration exists but it has to find you working so quite simply we can't expect the work the ideas to come to life or the work to exist if we don't create the time and the space to do the work 
when we have a regular practice, what it means is that we actually stop saying, I haven't got the time, I don't have this, I don't have that, it's not quite right, I don't quite feel right. We stop waiting for those perfect conditions, say, of time or money or permission to do so or just feeling in the mood even. We don't wait for that to arise. We actually simply create around and alongside our perfectly imperfect conditions of life really and when we have a regular practice what this means is that we're taking small and incremental steps forward you know rather than these sporadic I'll just create on a Monday or every 10 years I'll have this spike and I'll go completely immersed into creating followed by a really long period of inaction you know really that kind those kinds of highs and lows they don't do our nervous system any favors we know that but they also don't allow us to be day in day out living the life that we want to live doing the work that we want to do so another real bonus of having a regular creative practice is that we actually start to build up our self-belief our self-confidence and we do that really by the virtue of consistently and persistently showing up for something that we care about the practice itself then builds self-belief builds our own self-worth so it sounds like a pretty great thing doesn't it (laughs) great yeah sign me up for that I'll have um, some incremental self-worth being built up thank you very much Um, but it's actually really really hard I mean it's hard to build any habit as we know but a creative practice is more than a habit it's really a way of being it's a way of doing that is so different to how the world is set up okay so not only is it really really hard when we enter into that space where we're saying okay let's make mistakes let's play let's not worry about the outcome let things be wrong let things be free that's such a different world to the day-to-day walking down the street crossing the road at the green man putting things in the right letterbox all of that stuff but there are also some other reasons that we as creative people find it so difficult to take small steps and so difficult to allow ourselves that freedom of creating and interestingly they're linked to our creative strengths of having a big imagination of being able to see the big picture and of having really big hearts so with our big imagination we spend a lot of time in our heads you know that's where our ideas are coming into that's where the inspiration is striking and we have lots we have a very busy kind of active mind with things swirling around within our imagination that daydream space is a space that we go to all the time and where this can trip us up is when we end up spending too much time in our heads and we start to overthink, we start to overanalyze, we start really tangling up all of those ideas and stewing on them and we start to try to think our way into action rather than do our way into the right kind of action. We see the big picture which is 
such an amazing way to see the world. It means that actually, as a creative person, you can really see visions. You can see um, a hopeful future. You can get a real sense of a feeling or a look of something before it's even in existence. And seeing that big picture, that big wide scope means that we find it really difficult to take the smaller steps. So be that taking a bigger picture and breaking it down into its component smaller parts, we find that so hard to to hone in. Or be that creating a step-by-step incremental route that will get us towards the big vision we are much more suited to leaping straight to that big vision to seeing big picture so it's really hard for us to go okay let me do something in a bite-sized way let me do something small we find it really hard to tie that in to the big picture and lastly our big heart so we care so much about what we're doing and we really care about how we're doing it so this means we have high standards and we hold the work that we do and the life that we lead to really really high standards and this is amazing when the work is coming from us and getting out there into the world when it when it's driving us forward and it's helping us by saying okay let's strive for this to be best the best let's strive for this to be better i really want this to add real value we're doing a delicate um we're delicately caring for making something as good as we possibly can which is great when we're making it but where this trips us up is when we turn those high standards in on ourselves we really become our i mean our, we just we're just our own worst enemies we have the our own unique brand of torturing ourselves with how we talk to ourselves and sometimes this is a conscious thing like we know we're doing it we're saying to ourselves oh that's not good enough or you're never going to get that done or you know you have to try and doing that again or what's the point of even doing this you know you know you know the voice all too well I don't need to give you more examples of it um but often it's actually happening in a way that we're not even realizing that we're doing it so we begin to really hold ourselves back under the guise of high standards it's not good enough I'm not good enough and all of that just leads to us not taking any action so when it comes to developing a creative practice it actually really is a very delicate dance really between giving freedom to our creative strengths whilst also paying quite close attention to some of those traps that we know we're susceptible to fall into. Let's have a look then at how we might set about designing or deepening into our creative practice. Now, everyone's practice is going to be totally unique to them it's going to be it's going to look so different what you choose to do in your practice and only you can decide that you know and it could be that you are working with a creative speciality it could be say you're a writer and your practice is going to take the shape of getting up every morning going to your desk and writing 
Or it could be that you're more generalist with your creativity. So that's where I'm at with mine. And it might be that every morning you get up and you allow yourself some space and freedom to explore different ideas, to explore different mediums, to actually have a space for curiosity to come in to allow yourself to follow your interests and expand into them so you know it can really go from something very specific to something very broad and um, you only you get to decide that here are six principles that are going to help to guide us when we are building and maintaining a creative practice So principle number one is start with where you are right now. Now, this is, I mean, this is a principle, not just for a creative practice, but it's kind of a principle for life, isn't it? You know, we, so we know that we're big picture thinkers. We know that we are going to think to that future space. And so it's really hard for us to go, okay, yeah, ideal world, I'd love to be waking up an hour earlier and having two hours to create in the morning. But the reality is we have to go, but but let's look honestly at where we're at right now. Am I doing any, am I doing any creating right now? Surely waking up an hour early is going to be, you know, that's going to take some time. That's going to take some adjustment. That's building a new habit. That means I'm going to have to set my alarm earlier. That means I'm going to have to go to bed earlier the night before. Like I'm going to have to find a space to create. So actually, rather than saying, oh, I'm going to start at this visionary endpoint, I want to be writing for two hours every morning, we might say, okay, great. That that's a future vision that's something to work towards in the future but right now where are you what do you have available to you right now what's the first step that you need to take to build towards that so your first step could be start trying just to do five minutes every morning and then each day build that up by a minute or an extra five minutes so that you're gradually easing your way, almost tricking your way into that new habit, that new practice. Number two is make it yours. Now, this is about putting yourself at the heart of your practice. It kind of sounds a bit obvious, but it's actually reminding yourself why you want to do something, why you care, which is so important because we often spend a lot of our time thinking, oh, we should do something or, oh, actually, it'd be really good to get that piece of work done then or I probably should be doing that for so-and-so or, you know, I guess I maybe should be advancing my practice in this way. And we start to put all of these external expectations and responsibilities onto us whereas the the point of a practice is it's a space for you and it's a space for ultimate freedom of your creativity it's the a free space to say this is where you get to choose you get to decide and you it's quite empowering to actually say no this is about what I want to do and it could be that you say, I don't know what I want to do. And therefore making it yours and establishing and finding and exploring and allowing yourself to work out what you want to do could be the first phase of what's going to happen in your practice. 
And so what happens is we make a bit of a subtle shift, which is quite powerful. We shift the tone from, oh, this is this arduous or kind of difficult thing that I have to do or should be doing with my creativity. And we turn it into, this is a practice that I actually want to do. This is a space that I am honoring to create for myself, to give myself that freedom that I that we all find so hard to give to ourselves in normal day-to-day life. Number three is keep it simple. This is a big one. I mean, they're all big ones. Um, but keeping it simple, you know, this is where we are complex Um, and busy mind will start to tie us up in knots it will say things like right on Monday I'll do um, some time after work Tuesday I won't do anything Wednesday maybe lunchtime for five minutes Thursday I'll try two hours in the morning already I can't even remember what I've just said (laughs) I struggled to remember what I've had for breakfast let alone remembering a really complex schedule of when I want to do something so it's much much easier when we're saying keep it simple to just go for same time same place same day so you know it could, it could be something that you do daily. It could be something that you do once a week. You decide, you play around and see what works for you. Number four is make it sacred. Now, this is a, a real nod to the fact that we're entering into a different world. You know, we're leaving behind the day-to-day normal life and we're entering almost through a, a threshold into the world of creating, into that world where we're saying, be playful, let mistakes happen, follow your curiosity, just create in order to be in process rather than to be thinking, what am I going to do today? What am I going to do in this practice? What have I got to show for it? No, no, we're not showing anything for it at this stage. We are in practice mode. So we're remembering we're in a practice, not... um, an end result. So to make it sacred becomes to make it something that is different from the norm. And a really nice way to do this, what I love to do is to create a kind of opening and closing ritual that enters you from from the the real world into the world of creating. And now I love to light a candle. It kind of for me it symbolizes that I'm lighting kind of my torchlight as I enter into the the unknown into the darkness of well you don't know what you're doing ultimately you don't know where to start like we said at the beginning here and so for me that feels like a nice symbol play around with things that work for you some people like to do um, more playful activities like for example to encourage that sense of play they might take a pen in their least dominant dominant hand and draw draw something that they see on their desk to to free themselves up to to, to remind themselves that they're entering into that playful space um number five then is wrap it up in love so like here i am wrapped in blankets and surrounded by cushions what we're doing is we're saying I'm reminding myself that this is a practice and not a final masterpiece. Wrapping it up in love is, 
forgiving yourself when you miss a day. Wrapping it up in love is about saying when you fall into one of those traps, I understand how those traps are intrinsically linked to my strength. So I'm going to show them love rather than disappointment or beating myself up about something. Now, number six is keep it going. So with any practice, the best thing to do is to just keep going and don't break the chain, which is why a regularity practice is the best thing to do is to do that every single day. Now, I can I already hear people saying, but I don't have time to do it every single day. And this is where we go, okay, well, what's actually going on there? Because we, you might not have time with a day job or a family to look after or someone to care for or all of the above with a really busy life which we we all have busy lives in different ways lots of responsibilities it can feel like yeah we don't have the time to that we might want we don't have the perfect time we don't have the wonderful cabin by the lake where we are uninterrupted and we can write our novel rarely are we going to have that time but remember what we're doing when we say we're going to start with where we're at we're going to start with can we make just the smallest bite-sized amount of time first and then maybe later not now maybe later we'll see about slightly increasing that time but for now let's just start with what we have start with where we are at right now and we're going to keep going with that when we get to that, when we start to build that momentum and we're not breaking the chain, that's when we start to build our self-confidence. That's when we start to really build a fire behind the practice. We start to make it something that's non-negotiable. We start to see the value of it and we start to make ourselves proud by saying, okay, I'm actually showing up for this. Um, I'm showing up for the things that I care about and I'm trying and that is really all that we can do. So let's just round up the six principles for developing and deepening into your creative practice. Number one, start with where you are right now and start small. Number two, make it yours. Number three, keep it simple. Number four, make it sacred. Number five, wrap it all up in love. And number six, keep it going. So whether you're starting a creative practice from scratch or whether you're developing the one that you already have, whatever you do, start small. So make your first step something so small, it almost feels ridiculous. So this is not about you know, saying my first step is to get the desk set up, redecorate the room, make put artwork up everywhere, create for an hour every morning. <laughs> no, that's that's like ten steps that will take months. Um, so your first step is going to be what? Because your what can your first step be? One thing, one small thing that you do tomorrow. That is how small we're working here when we're working to build something in to start something now and each day you can just keep asking yourself what one small thing can I do today 
I'd love to know what one small step you decide to take. Send an email to hello at feegregory.com and let me know. Thanks so much for listening and for being here with me. Now, I truly believe that we do things better when we do things together. So if you enjoyed this episode, why not share it with a friend so you can both start taking action together?